dogs love uh, once they see a person moving around they're just really happy and they want to be like oh what are we doing are we playing so they, they're really ready to just kind of get in there and play too well i think the biggest thing when trying to take pictures of your dog is to really work on your basic commands your best friends are going to be sit and stay and maybe even down and if you've ever met a celebrity, you know how easy it is to feel starstruck around someone you admire. I think probably my favorite part is we've been able to work with some really uh, well-trained dogs that are, um, I guess you could say they're celebrity dogs. They've been on Broadway and been on commercials and TV shows and movies. And being able to work and see how those dogs are trained and what they can do is just a, a absolutely amazing. And it's so much fun to be on set with them. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Kelly Pratt and Ian Kreditch are commercial photographers based in St. Louis. They specialize in dance and movement photography. Well, nearly four years ago, Kelly got an idea. What if we did photos of dancers with dogs? Maybe that sounds random, but they went for it, and friends at the St. Louis Ballet were happy to be their models. Well, that project absolutely blew up. We're talking 41 million views for one recap video alone. And so, of course, then there was a coffee table book and a calendar, and now it's also a social media campaign to raise awareness about the wonderful dogs available for adoption through Stray Rescue. The campaign features characters from everyone's favorite holiday ballet and, yes, Yes, dogs, and they call it the Muttcracker. And joining us today to talk about this really beloved project are Kelly Pratt and Ian Kreditch. So, Kelly Pratt, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And Ian Kreditch, welcome. Hi. So, Ian, take us back to 2017. Kelly had this great idea. Did you immediately realize that this idea was gold? Um, it took a little bit of convincing, I would say. Um, you really? Know, it's one of those, well, it's one of those things when you actually just, you know, hear about it and without visualizing it and really putting it together. It is, it's a little, um, it was a little like, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll hear you out. Let's let's try this. Yeah. Well, well, it's good you heard her out. The proof is in the pudding on this one. Kelly, what do you think makes dogs and dancers such a great combo? Well, I think the reasons why dogs work so well for this project is because we were able and are able to use a very wide variety of dogs, different eight, you know, different sizes, different breeds. So it gives us a lot of variety to work with. And it's always fun. I think everyone really connects with just seeing the interactions between the dancers and dogs. Mm -hmm. Dancers in media are a lot of times shown as being maybe very serious, um, very dramatic. So I think our project is a little bit different and showing dancers just as silly, you know, fun, happy people. Um, and I think that really connects with people. Yeah, and these dancers, they're just so good at moving. It feels like the dogs kind of play off that in a way. Do you, do you see that sort of the dance they're almost doing with the dog as as they're, the dog responds to the movement they're making? Oh, for sure. I mean, dogs love, once they see a person moving around, they're just really happy and they want to be like, oh, what are we doing? Are we playing? So they, they're really ready to just kind of get in there and play too. So from this simple idea, this has really become a juggernaut. Ian, how many combinations of dogs and dancers have you photographed at this point? 
Um, at this point, I know we're well over a hundred um, dancers and a hundred dogs. Hmm. Um, it's always we, we lose track after a while. <laughs> I'm after, sure. Once we reached our goal, um, but yeah, it's it's been a we've traveled all across the country and um, it's it's been really great. So tell me this. I mean, these photos are just so great. How much time do you spend on set with each pair to to produce, say, one of these wonderful images? Well, so each dancer and dog is on set usually for about an hour and 20 minutes. Hmm. So that extra 20 minutes is pretty much for the dog to get on set and really just kind of get used to their surroundings. This is usually, unless they are a very trained dog who's, you know, done photo shoots, this is a new thing for them. So we let them kind of come in, get used to what the surroundings are, meet their new partner if it's not the dancer's own dog. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the rest of that hour is just for us making images. Okay. So it takes just a little bit of warming up to get them there. And you mentioned yes. that, yeah, this is, this is now not just dancers with their own dogs. You're also highlighting these dogs at Stray Rescue. That's got to be a bit harder when you have a dog who doesn't really know the person well. Ian, what does that add to the situation? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, for a, when we initially started, we, we did always work with um, people's pets, basically. So adding into this aspect, um, rescue dogs that, that, you know, we don't really know their background. So um, we have to be really, you know, kind of go at their pace and just take it really slow and easy. Um, and, you know, a lot of these dogs amazingly just fit right in and they just <laughs> go for it and it, it, it works out great. So, hmm. yeah. I assume Stray Rescue is sort of screening dogs. They want to find a dog who'd maybe be up for the experience, not one who's going to be super skittish. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I would say uh, Donna at, at Stray Rescue does an amazing job of, you know, she's kind of their, I hate to use the word dog whisperer, but that's the right <laughs> but term. It's perfect. Um, you know, as far as she's just so great at, at reading dogs and knowing what dogs will, will work well with us. Okay. Well, these dogs just do a terrific job, but I have to ask, uh, why not uh, dancers and cats? Would cats go for this? We have actually done a couple cats, and we have a couple cats in the Muttcracker images, actually, the last two years. Um, and it's pretty much our worst-kept secret right now is that we've been planning on working on dancers and cats. Um, it was supposed to happen in 2020, mm. but of course, you know, with everything going on, it was hard to travel and make a lot of new work, but that's our plan. And and do the cats cooperate, Kelly, in the way that, you know, these dogs, as you say, they just, they want to move with the humans and they're so into this. <laughs> do the cats bring that same attitude to the project? Um, it, when they're kittens, they're usually fine. We have found out. Um, the older cats, we have figured out we will probably have to work with more trained cats, cats that have been trained to be on photo shoots and that kind of thing, just because cats by nature are a lot less easygoing as far as meeting new strangers and going to new places. So mm-hmm. it is something we're, we're trying to take into consideration when we move on to that. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised by that, but I have to say dancers and kittens has a certain ring to it. Yeah. Ian, do you think maybe you could just do a, a kitten version and not have to worry about these grumpy old cats? Well, um, yeah, definitely. We we actually just had just got our own kitten of our own, so we're oh, we're grooming her to uh, <laughs> join in um, at some point. And um, yeah, you know, kittens kittens make it maybe easier, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so you're going to turn this kitten into a supermodel, I presume, right? <laughs> 
That's the idea. (laughs) Well, so look, I know you guys are here to talk about this Mudcracker campaign, and that's a a really important campaign. Um, Kelly, is this just about raising awareness, or is this about turning the individual dogs in this into objects of, of desire? Well, it's actually been both. We have been really success- successful, I think, in the last three years of doing Muttcracker. All of the animals that have been featured have been either adopted um, within the first few days of being featured or some of the animals that have maybe more um, physical issues, um, maybe, you know, dis- disabilities, that kind of thing. They might take a tiny bit longer, but we've been really successful in helping Stray Rescue get these animals adopted and also getting the word across the country, not only in St. Louis, um, just to really consider rescue animals as opposed to, you know, just making sure you have to get a dog or a cat from a breeder. Hmm. Just to let people know, this is a great option. These are so, these are some good dogs mm-hmm. here. Um, so these images, I know you've had various moments throughout your your long now project here with dancers and dogs. Um, things have gone viral here and there. Have you had a stray dog go viral yet? Um, I think probably our most successful image, single image from this Muttcracker project has been, um, there was a dog last year. His name was Scooch. Um, he was kind of a pit bull mix and he was in a wheelchair and I think he really connected with people. I think people just kind of saw the light in him and it, you know, he had a lot of fun personality and he had a wheelchair and it was really just kind of something that connected that people just really felt for. Hmm. So, and then Scooch did end up getting adopted as well? He did. He actually ended up getting adopted from his actual foster family. I think they couldn't let him go. They were so connected with him that they just kept him with them forever. Hmm. Well, that's a happy ending. I mean, that's (laughs) that's the best possible outcome for Scooch. That's amazing. Um, Well, so in addition to all the good work you're doing for Stray Rescue here, um, you published your first book of images from this project last year. I know this went through Kickstarter. Ian, what kind of response did you get from people for this book? Um, we were really amazed at, at the response. Um, we raised over um, $43,000 on our Kickstarter for our book to self-publish it. And this was our first time going through the process of uh, self-publishing a book. And um, yeah, we just we were really just blown away by how, you know the response we, we got on Kickstarter. Hmm. And that continues. People can still get that book today. It's too late for the Kickstarter, obviously, but they can still purchase the book. Yes, the book is available on um, dancersanddogs.com and Amazon, and um, partial proceeds from the book actually do go to Stray Rescue. Oh, that's great to hear. And and Kelly, in addition to these, the work you're doing now for Stray Rescue, you guys also do commissioned shoots for people who want a picture like this of their family. Um, does it work quite as well when people aren't professional dancers, or, or how does that work? Oh, I mean, it's always more easy when, you know, dancers are professionals, obviously. They know where to put their body and how to pose. They've done it for a long time. But we, I, I have a lot of experience working with students as well. So I would say it's, not, it's definitely not a problem. We will always work to accommodate what level that the dancer is at. Hmm. And has there been a lot of interest from people wanting to commission one of these uh, for their family? Oh, sure. We get a lot of interest as far as, you know, people wanting to have pictures with their dogs. I think everybody wants to show off their interests. Hmm. Well, so I have to ask, I mean, for those of us who have dogs that maybe don't end up looking quite so photogenic as some of the wonderful dogs in your photos, uh, what would be your number one tip for people who are trying to get a a good photo of of their beloved uh, pet? 
Well, first of all, I think the biggest thing when trying to take pictures of your dog is to really work on your basic commands. Your best friends are going to be sit and stay and maybe even down. Um, th that way, if you can get a picture of your dog and they are able to stay with you able to back up a few feet, um, that's really going to help you out. So work on those first. And also I'd say one of the biggest things is getting down on your dog's level hmm. um, as opposed to standing above them at a human level. Maybe get down on your knee if you can or even sit down so you're at the same eye level as them. That way you make a really good connection. Wait, this is some good advice, although now I'm realizing where the problem is for my dog. He never did learn <laughs> stay. <laughs> He's a little too old to learn that trick by now. But um, Ian, I'm, I'm interested. It was Kelly who kind of had to talk you into this project in the first place. So you've been doing this now for almost four years. When she first dreamed this up, did you ever imagine you'd still be doing it so many years later and there'd still be such interest in it? Yeah, it's it's funny you say that. I mean, we, we a lot of times we talk amongst ourselves that can you imagine that you know, 4 years ago, did you imagine this is where we'd be? You know, I you know, I had had no idea where it would take us and we're so grateful that it has taken us down this road um, you know, to to just be able to share this work and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's been a great. Overall, Ian, for you, what's been your favorite part of of uh, all the many facets of this project? I think probably my favorite part is we've been able to work with some really uh, well-trained dogs that are, um, I guess you could say they're celebrity dogs. They've been on Broadway and been on commercials and TV shows and movies. And being able to work and see how those dogs are trained and what they can do is just a, a, absolutely amazing. And it's so much fun to be on set with them. That totally makes sense. And yet I have to ask, I mean, you mentioned you guys just got a kitten. At some point, are you maybe getting a little tired of dogs? Oh, oh I don't not. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I heard an I don't know in there. <laughs> Ian, are you getting a, a tiny bit tired of dogs maybe? <laughs> No, I, I think, you know, we're always trying to make things fresh and new and always, you know, reinvent things as much as we can. So, uh, you know, definitely not tired of dogs. We still love dogs. <laughs> so this kitten can maybe be amused to, to take you in a new direction. But, you know, you're still all in with with the first love here. Yes, definitely. And Kelly, for you, I was asking Ian about his favorite aspect. Uh, has there been a different favorite aspect for you of, of all these many dog and dancer shoots? Um, I definitely agree. I like working with the dogs. And also, we've just been able to make a lot of new friends, actually, around across the country. Um, you know, these different dancers we never would have met otherwise, or, you know, different dog owners and trainers. So it's been really amazing to really make some actual close friends um, just across the United States just because of this project. That's been amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And the work is just, it's wonderful. These photos are just guaranteed to put a smile on your face. We're going to make sure to get a whole bunch of them linked on our website. That's stlpublicradio.org. And the website there, that's, uh, uh, don't let me say this wrong, dancersanddogs.com? Yes. Okay, good. I was about to switch the two. <laughs> I stopped myself just in time. Well, I want to encourage people to check that out and also uh, get a look at this social media and see what they're doing for Stray Rescue. So, Kelly Pratt, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having us. And Ian Creedich, thank you so much. Thank you. And that again is dancersanddogs.com. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.
Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.